Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Saturday. Hope you're all doing well. Well, that badness of last episode is behind us, so we're back into the gaming again. Weather, yeah, kind of... Wants to sunshine, wants some sunshine. Well, it looks like we're getting some sunshine. So, what the hey? I don't know what it is like in your neck of the woods, but that's what it is in Oklahoma right now. As of this recording, as I usually say. <laughs> okay, well, I wanted to talk about arcs, character arcs, and stuff like that. And we will talk about that after this. Okay, now I want to t- I want to talk about character arcs, and what I mean is, how does your characters how do your characters grow? And I'm talking to players here. I mean, it, it works for GMs too because they're dealing with the NPCs, but mostly for players, how do your characters grow? I mean, yes, they go up in level or advance and things like that, but how does their how does their character grow? This is just something for you to think about because this has to do with like not just acting but you know you watch something you watch a movie or a tv show and you see these characters and they start out one way especially in a tv series that's been run for a while they start out one way and then over the course of several episodes or several seasons they tend to change i could point out some good example one good example i can think of is the the TV show MASH, watching somebody like Hawkeye or even somebody like Colonel Potter grow as a character through that. I mean, Hawkeye pretty much starts out as the Hawkeye from the movie MASH, and he ends up more of a, more human, more rounded, um, and he just becomes a kinder person. Now, that's his arc. Okay, you may have a character who say, here's another one, like an enemy mind situation, where you have a character, it's a fighter who hates orcs. He just hates, hates, hates orcs. He will kill an orc as, as you know, get a, get the time of day from him. But he puts it, gets himself put into situations over the course of adventures where he ends up seeing actually another side of orcs. And while he may not care for orcs near the end as you as your character grows he may come to respect a few or actually have sympathy for you know maybe young orcs or something like that now that's an extreme version but i think you get i think you get what i'm trying to say here you feel me um and there are other ways of doing it like a character who just becomes better at what they do. Yes, it reflects in the stats. Yes, it reflects in levels going up. But do they show that in the character? Look at, oh, I guess the the uber examples are the characters in the Star Wars franchise, whether it's the original or the prequels or the the later, the later movies or even the, even like something like Clone Wars. You can see how these characters grow. Let's take uh, Han Solo for for example. He's just a 
you know, he's just like a 30-something mercenary doing what he, he does. And at the end, you know, I, I watched him when they did episode seven, which uh, I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> but him talking to Finn, and it's like, you can tell the years have done things to him. He has learned. He is wiser. Luke, for example, is like in the last three films. He is, he's almost you know up there with Obi Wan, as far as that goes. Leia turned into a leader, a big leader, general, you know, General Organa, and because they've seen things, they've experienced things, they've done things. Now, can you? get your character to reflect that? I think so. It takes a little, it might take a little acting or things like that, the dreaded acting, which I do. Or it's just something you think about for your character. If you're one of those people who writes backgrounds for their characters, and I'm not here to bash on that or, you know, the stereotypical, oh, I wrote five pages of backstory on my character I just created, that kind of thing. I'm not going to bash on that. Say, because... If you want to write a backstory, you can write a backstory. Actors write backstories for their characters in what if they're in a play or in a movie or a TV show or something like that. They will do that sometimes. And that's just for them. That's just so they can reference it. I've had I've done plays where the director comes back and says, Okay, can everybody write like a one page or a few paragraphs on your character's backstory? And I did. And it really helped me the way I was playing it on stage. You know, I show, she wanted to see them. She wanted to see where we were coming from. But they don't always do that. You just do it for yourself. And as a gamer, you can do that for yourself, too. My, my philosophy is always, I don't really... I, I may come up with a hook for my character right off the bat the way he is, but... I am not going to do any kind of backstory or even think about a background until I'm three games in. Then I know he has a good chance of surviving, and I will start thinking about his background, his backstory. And I'm not saying you have to write it out or anything. Maybe make a few notes in the back of your character sheet or something like that. Just like impulsive, like strawberries has a, an invalid mother, you know, that kind of thing. Just, you know, do do bullet points if you, if you have to. You don't have to write out a, a complete, you know, complete story before when they, you know, how we got there type of thing. But I'm saying you just make, it, make a few notes. It might help you. You never know. So it, it's, it's a good thing. Because you got to think, this is a role-playing game. You roll dice, you roll play. So it's good to think about your character. And even if you don't, you know, do an extensive backstory and you just do the bullet points or just the the, the couple of lines, that's that's good. Especially if you're interacting with other characters. Uh, watch the movie. Real Bravo or El, El Dorado, each one, either one. Watch the characters. Those are character-driven. Yes, there's a story, but they're character-driven movies, especially El Dorado. Because these characters interact with each other. They kind of bounce off each other. 
that's that's the best part. If you're watching a movie or a stage show or a TV show or something, and the people are, you know, the characters are bouncing off each other. That's really good because it's the interaction that defines the characters. The backstory tells the characters who they are, and then you toss them in with a few other people, and you just see what happens. See, the idea of a backstory, an idea of this is, if you can get yourself thinking, if you could, if you can portray, if you can have the character portray, here we go again, acting. If you can have an act, the, the character seemed like he was always there or he was, he had a life before he, this point. If you, you know, make it, make it feel like he just didn't spring up out of your head and on a piece of paper. That's the whole point. You just it it enriches your it enriches your character it enriches and it rich and it enriches play, because it will affect the character's decisions. It will affect the way character deals with other NPCs and other player characters. So it's worth your while to at least think a little about the backstory. Now I'm sure a lot of us are. I'm I don't want to say I'm preaching to the choir, but this is mostly for like the new players. But, you know, every once in a while, I need to be reminded of stuff like this. Because I, you know, I, you, you get wrapped up in stuff and you forget. And characters, to me, come easily. Character Characters, you know, not, I wouldn't say full-blown, but I mean, character traits and things like that come easily to me. So, I try to get other people to think about that. As an actor, there are certain things that I do that... I got to remember to tell somebody, tell other people how to do it when they're curious because it just comes. I, I I've been an actor for 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 enough time to where things just I do them unconsciously when I start doing a role, say on stage or something. I just start developing it in my head. I mean, sometimes I develop it at the first read or something like that, and it just comes boom right out. And, you know, people say, how do you do that? And you got to think about, well, how did I do that? It's kind of like uh, Nuke Lelouch in uh, Bull Durham. Says, that was great. What did I do? <laughs> anyway. All right. You guys can take that. And I'm going to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk about this or anything else, oldmangrognar.gmail.com. And you can also drop me a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. Thanks again, Jonathan, Oliver, Mark, Gilbert, sure, Mark, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, and John Allen. You guys are great. And don't forget Dan Gregg's The Young the Y-U-N-G Grognard Podcast, Mark C. Walring's The Yawning Owlbear, and Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries, the last two are an anchor. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.